Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast where we are here to talk about a 1-1 one, one draw, of course we are. Uh, I nearly said thanks for bearing with us there, but the, <laughs> the listener has absolutely no idea that we've been sitting here for the last half an hour, half an hour at least, because we've been having tech issues and we nearly aborted admission and postponed the whole thing, but we didn't. Uh, myself and Gareth are joined by two people who went to the match, uh, although obviously me and Gareth watched it from America, ourselves. Um, Canada. Can- oh, sorry, you watched it from Canada, I watched it from America, okay. <laughs> Charlie's um, probably listening and fuming now, so... <laughs> yeah, give them the money. Um, so we're joined by two people, and sorry for holding you up, Rory Fallow. Good evening, nice to be here again, first yeah. of the of the season for me. Is it really nice to be here after you've been sitting here for half an hour? Oh, it's always a pleasure to come to Gareth's house, get to see the fleece. <laughs> Always a treat. It's not a good, imp- it's not Sorry. a good impression uh, to make for wide, wise men's here podcast debut. Uh, Eve says, "All right, first right. time, well, first time, second time yeah. as a witness." So. Well, hopefully this doesn't put you off. But again, at least you've got to see the fleece in person now. Been sitting there, probably thinking, "What's going on here?" <coughs> in, a, in a room with three relatively strange. Relatively, random, strange. Random. relatively strange. I meant to say strangers. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, strange came out, which yeah. is probably possibly Three accurate. Relatively strange men. That's, yeah, you know, that's, that's fine. How it sounds, but I didn't mean it. And we have just been going on about a fleece, so we are but quite it's a, strange. It's I a guess. famous, it's a famous well, wise man. Not that famous, really. Are you bothered about the fleece, Eve? No, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> there you go. Infused by the fleece. That's as good endorsement as it's ever going to receive. Uh, Sunderland drew one-one. Of course, they did. Um, how how were you how was your um, respective journeys down to Ipswich? You you went by train, Rory. Yeah, train down fine. Still takes ages though, doesn't it? Does had a bit of a stopover in Peterborough, but just went for a, a pint as you do, and these things don't you? What Going the pub right opposite the train station? You just went to like a very ropey weather spoons actually. <laughs> <laughs> went to a nicer one when we were stopped on the way back, like a nice little sort of micro brewery one, which is quite good. Um, but I didn't feel very well for most of the day, but I still think I would have put a better shift yeah, in than you did, you insert did. whichever player you yeah. want, actually. I was trying to think of which one would be the best one you to didn't. make that joke about on the way here, and I think I'd settle on Denver Hume after his hauling <laughs> off at half-time. Well, we definitely will get on to that. Uh, and you went down by Coach Eve or Minibus or something? Coach, yeah. Coach from Peter yeah. Lee. Peter Lee, yeah. And Best how was that five. journey for you? Yeah, left at five, so in the pub by about ten. And were you on the cans before that as well? Yeah. Yeah. One so. minute past five and the first bottle was open. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, Missed not on the bus you. because you can't drink on the bus. Yeah, drank them all before getting on the bus. Before yeah. getting on the bus. That's, That's why right, you have yeah. to drink them. And then you get on the bus. 
So if you're if you're a police officer listening, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I think they've got more important things to worry about than that. Wait, you, well, you see the You'd pictures think. on social media, don't you? Where they're like got a massive chuff on because of like just taking like <laughs> sort of twelve cans of ace off somebody on a <laughs> branch bus. You're like, all right, well done, mate. Somebody's been stabbed down the road. You want to crack on and sort that out? It's not a politics podcast. I know. Just, Sound like you know. your da, good old da rap. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Stand up for the rights of football fans, drunken football drink fans. On the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a rugby game, they'd be oh, them in the stands, wouldn't they? Like, Come on, get yourself. We'll <laughs> yeah. give you a police escort to the game. And then, just do you pretend. want some of these drugs that were confiscated from somebody? Yeah, That's exactly yeah, what exactly. would happen. That's anecdotal evidence. I've seen it. No, I haven't. <laughs> If you are a police officer, listen to this podcast now. I'm not saying I'm everything not saying anything. Everything you say is a lie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we done with that? Yeah, we're finished. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're finished now. Um, I've already been to watch Sunderland once at Ipswich. I, t- I tweeted this be- before the game, um, and we lost five nil. My first away game was it really? Yeah, yeah. Four nil down at half time. Ipswich were bottom of the league. Yeah, yeah. I, left, I left at half time. You'd be unsurprised to know. Don't blame me. I was like 20 or something then, and then I kind of left if we were losing 2 0 back yeah. then. Um, how far into this game did you think something similar was going to happen? From, <laughs> from very, very early on, the, it was, we, we were talking about it actually. I mean, my dad, who I went to the game with, about even how our seats were eerily similar from like the memory we have of that 4 0 game and thinking, is this, is this just going to mirror? Um, Didn't Titus Bramble score that game? I think he did. I think he did, you know. Alan Armstrong got a hat-trick, didn't he? Yeah. Was it Finidi George? I think he got like a lob. Like his lob. Alan Armstrong, they were bottom and Alan Armstrong, who was obviously a mag, um, was going through a dry spell. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a hat-trick, of course he did. This is at the time, like, Adiak and Bai. Same scene, possibly. I was at that game as well, yeah. Um, But yeah, it looked like it was going to be very similar in that first half with just, excuse me, no one aside from maybe Gooch in that first half really showing anything. And and McGeoch, maybe. Even McGeady had a terrible game. Yeah, agree. McGeady was awful. Has he just rushed McGeady back into the team there, do we think? Probably. You can understand that to an extent, can't you? But it needs to work. He's desperate, isn't he? I mean, especially when Embleton looked poor in the Oxford game. I can understand why he wanted to put someone back in, but I'm sure we'll come on to it later. Um, Why not start Maguire, who was, for me, our best player, totally totally changed he the, often the looks like that though when he comes off the bench doesn't he he doesn't yeah. do it every week as well yeah. and then we ask from the start and you don't quite get the same impact from our better impacts up than your start yeah he likes it when the game's stretched uh, yeah. as he said it imp- impacts up almost. but if you, if you think about you know people keep on discussing our form after Christmas <laughs> and um, we played Akron Stanley and we drew two all and Maguire came on changed the game didn't he and then we played Gillingham um, and he got was it Gillingham or Blackpool? Gillingham, no, it was Gillingham. He got injured. Yeah, it was Gillingham yeah. and he got... Oh, so he broke his foot? Broke his leg, yeah, didn't he? Or was okay, whatever it was, yeah. Tried to um, run it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, he, he'd he been out the team for a while at that stage, remember, because he'd been dropped completely from the squad yeah. against Oxford. Um, after scoring, I think he scored against Luton and then he got dropped completely and he couldn't get on the bench and beat were talking about it. Um, and then, you know, he's... Uh, Again, come on, come on to the pitch and influence things. And we looked a different team against in that early stage against Gillingham with him on. Yeah. We looked completely different because he, can, he, he can links things. the he links the play yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But it's interesting, isn't it, that you look at someone like Maguire, and um, we've lost Cantwell, 
who was scored what six goals last season. Seven. We, lost, we lost George Honeyman, who scored a similar amount of goals last season. Um, we lost obviously Josh Madger, who scored 14, 15 goals last season. Um, so we need to find those goals from somewhere. Have we, have the players we brought in replaced the goals that we've lost in that team? No. You'd maybe hope McNulty could make up. He's the one who would make a case for himself, yeah. I guess, wouldn't he? Well, he's a striker. So and on his shorns as well, he's been fairly but positive. But from other areas of the pitch. So, yeah, and, and, and so if you're going to say, you're looking at Chris Maguire and going, you're going to have to start relatively regularly, we're going to have to get you in the team because you've proven that you can you can deliver well, goals and assists. Greg was Madras replacement, wasn't he? But Greg just doesn't want to be here. You can say what you want, he doesn't want to be here. You can tell that. By the way, straws about the pitch. The one that you made one one on Saturday definitely didn't break a sweat. I think he, he struggled to get into us <clears> a little bit, um, which isn't necessarily an excuse. Um, I thought you, me and you were talking about this, Gareth, I think in the group chat on Saturday, where I thought he could have done better for that ball Gooch played into him, where he was in the six-yard box. I thought he didn't get his first touch right. Seen it from the opposite end to what you saw on the camera, but you said he was maybe unlucky with that. Yeah, one. it was a bit over hit. He, yeah. put, he put quite a lot of purchase on the pass, to be yeah, fair. And that's not a criticism. To Did you think that, Eve, from the away end as well? That yeah. looked like he should have yeah. done better with, with that one as well. It was a bit, he'd reversed it and it, it looked like he just it was he just ran too far past the ball and the ball had a bit too much mm. pace on it so he couldn't recover. And I thought he actually did really well for the where he turned. He, go, he didn't have much space to work and he kind of turned him on the edge of the six-yard box and then the keeper closed it out. But he couldn't have done a lot more with it. No. But the thing is, is, is now we're in that... This, the Sunderland striker who hasn't scored the, as many goals as we'd hoped. He's like is. so in debt now, isn't he? Yeah. He, so he needs, now he needs everything, to make everything he does yeah. now is going to be micro-analyzed. And you knew also, didn't you, that... Um, if Jack Ross was going to make a change and take one of the strikers out and put McGeady in, it would be Greg sat out as well. He's in he's in that position now as yeah. well. Mm. Wherever Tim and McNulty, he's, he's not going to be the one who gets a nod as well. So all this is compounding yeah. his situation for us. But I mean, just back backtrack again to just to the start of the game and we're going to talk, we about, to? We're going to talk about formations <laughs> next again to an extent. And um, I know George Dobson was is the most recent one to come out and say. It's too easy to say that and the player application wasn't right and they weren't winning the second balls and they weren't doing the backtracking, which is all the basic things we want to see. Taking that roll over. <laughs> Cat all, John O'Shea, but, Seb but, Larson. But where did Ipswich's goal come from? I thought McGoughlin, the keeper, could have done better, but... I wondered that as well. Uh, but Through his legs. I, yeah, um, I, yeah. But isn't he, like, it's it, a cliche. It's, it's, it's come from that side of the pitch. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean... Lambert's going to say, right, in between Flanagan and Hume, that's where you're putting the ball over the top. Well, it wasn't it, a ball over the top, it was no, just but, a throw but, in, but that was their general But the tactic, balls over the top it? were yeah. working as well. don't have the players to play the formation Ross wants to. Definitely it's not. It's not going to work. And he's abandoned it now, twice. And Which, you, you mentioned last week, Gav, saying he's either going to have to, you know, so he's got some balls and stick with it, or panic and, and abandon it, but... He can tell us it's not about formations all he wants or whoever else is saying that. Well, But the evidence is after two games with, with one goal down in both games, he changes the formation and we look better. I just don't think you can throw Hume in first season as like a full-on professional, first team football, and expect him to be a wing-back in his first season as a, like, yeah. well, he did as a regular right. starter. He did all right at left-back last season, didn't he? But it, like you say, it's not left-back. And yeah. McLaughlin's just... Millwall fan said he was too slow and oh, you can't have a slow wing yeah. back. He's got really very can't. Mark Wilson-y vibes yeah. from from, con, from 
uh, Conor McGraw. That's another good vibe to have. That, that, that three cross. Of. That cross where, where Grieg actually did yeah. quite well to get it. And then Willis, the centre-back, I just... Has he won ahead of us yet? Yeah, what is he, what's he offering? Like, what we were supposed to be getting this command and impose. Is he, is and he an improvement on Baldwin or Flanagan? Or is he just It's too early to tell, I guess, isn't it? But, yeah. I mean, he showed his pace in the second half, didn't he? Where we, you know, a couple of times where... And to be fair, they didn't really trouble us in the second half. Yeah, that's true. The and second half was a massive improvement, but it's still not, hard, not good it? enough. It, it seems like it's the first time Ross has lost his temper with them, perhaps. By, going off by, what Dobson yeah, says. Yeah. Going off what, in, in what Phil Smith, I think Phil Smith yeah, I like well the vi- suggested. Like the vibes off Dobson are pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think he's been our best player so far, first two games. But. I, I think he's... Like the way he talks, and for for a twenty one year old, yeah, very lad, intelligent for his age. Yeah, um, you know, he seems quite mature. Played a lot of football at level hundred games, and he said, you know, he might. I saw him having a go, at people, um, which is a good good character to I, have. I agree, and I think Dobson looks fine, but do you not think there's still a bit of an issue there? Is he going to be as dynamic as we need him to be if we're playing Dylan McGee alongside him? for that creativity well, we're going on about where we're going to make up goals that we've lost in the team surely we need that if well, we're playing if someone go, who's so defensive like like my, Dylan McGeoch well, I wouldn't say that I would, my argument wouldn't be I'm just saying we've gone on about variety quite a bit is Dobson going to offer us something massively different maybe like not Max, in, maybe Max not in, power could maybe not in he the, gets about the pitch yeah better he's a bit more box to box approach he, I think game. he does he he makes up a lot of ground, a bit like Gareth mentioned. Week, I'm not saying he won't. Like, like, I don't mean that in a writing him off way. Like Gareth just... mentioned the other week, a bit like Henderson, obviously not, 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 not yeah. as good. Yeah, Elite one it. version of Yeah, but Henderson would get the ball and he'd move really, really quickly. And, that's what he wants. And that that's his, the kind that of player ability, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, the reason he might, we might not be seeing the potential from him is because what could be going on ahead of him mm. as well hasn't been great. You know, we mentioned how Griggs not moving particularly well at the moment. That could be a big part yeah. of it. Um, it just seems to me like they got the want McGeek to sort of, or if Ledbetter was to come in to dictate the play from mm-hmm. the the base of the midfield, and then Dobson's almost the legs yeah, yeah. to make it all happen and to try and link it all together. But you need McGee to play well. Maguire's another one again who, who well, could probably come. Why in and don't do you put job. Maguire off? If you go go back to what you know, go back to the five <coughs> or the four two three one, whatever you want to call it, and just have Dobson McGee or, or Dobson and whoever. You got to sit there box to box, and then in front, put put Maguire in front in the centre, then put put McGeady on the wing because he's a winger. That's I'd his... always play Maguire in front. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Just have him off the front, and then if Griggs out of form, then he's out of form, so he doesn't play. And Gooch at the minute is and Gooch plays on the other side. Yeah, because Gooch has been. I'm, I'm a massive critic of Lyndon Gooch. Oh but... yeah, I'm his least biggest fan, but he has been. Yeah, he was. He was. Well, relatively speaking, standout was, player on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he's been told to just stop overthinking things. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, his, maybe his baby's not waking him up in the middle of the night anymore because that was <laughs> the that excuse. Again. That was the excuse we got given, wasn't it? So his bands take the bottle all right now, yeah. not waking up in the middle of the night, and he's yeah. he's refreshed for the new season. But I tell you what, we could just wrap it up there because we've just I think we've all just possibly agreed on the starting eleven there. Well, it's <laughs> not for tomorrow, but... No, 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 but generally, generally going forward, I think we're all looking at, we all say, the back four clearly clearly works. Well, I don't think we discussed the back four, but then you're looking at McGeoch, Stroke, Ledbetter, Sitton, Dobson, a link, maybe Maguire to be the link to the forwards, McGeady, Goochwing, McNulty up front. And you, Thanks for listening. And you, <laughs> <laughs> I got you actually dropped your mic there as well. That was really good. And you're hoping as well that the goals are going to be shared out more than likely there as well. There's no sort of 
like we were hoping Greg was going to be the sort of like mm. out and out 20 goal man you, you're probably looking at someone getting a couple maybe I think White 50. will have a good season I said last season if we don't go up I think White will have a really good season this season but White's an interesting, an interesting one because I, I was talking to a friend actually um, the other day and actually well, it, was actually, it was after the Oxford game <clears throat> And he was saying, uh, he was at the game and he was saying, that knows his football as well, decent player and stuff. And he was saying, I think that formation would be ideal for Wyke. The amount of crosses they were putting in the box. What two were the two? Was a three yeah, five. Yeah. So it might be ideal for Wyke, but you know, we haven't got any wing backs, so it's not ideal for them. Yeah, do, we, do we stick with him at the left back or do we bring a new one in? Well, they'll have to bring uh, he's someone got to be, to He's do, surely yeah. got to be looking to bring somebody he's in. Been, well, he's been, been twice, hasn't he? Because he, he didn't finish the game against Oxford, did he? Maybe he did. I think he did, yeah. I feel like no, you did. I think he did, yeah. I feel like you didn't. Well, the thing is that people talk about these systems, right? And managers are really there's this whole discussion and debate about in football about systems and how you play. And then the from the professional side, the the counter is always oh well, um it's uh systems are irrelevant because they change all oh. through the game, blah blah. Well, what I'll tell you what then, if the systems are relevant, Jack Russell said this, why have you changed why is why is Conor Lachlan and Luke O'Nine played in three different positions yeah. in that game? If the system's irrelevant, the system's not irrelevant, and we look much better with the going back to the four-two-three-one or four-three-three. You have to be very, very good at football to play a three-five-two, like Conte did with Chelsea. Yeah. Like you've got to be an unbelievable set of footballers to be able to play that. Yeah. Well, well, certainly, certainly the wing backs. That's the idea of it. That's the idea of that yeah, system I mean, that your wing backs are your fair, Against Oxford, Hume was good. He was good at getting forward, but terrible getting back and terrible putting the crosses in. Yeah. He can't do all three. He can't get forward, yeah, get back, and put the right crosses in. So we, well rounded, and, and, but, and that's what we said after the Oxford game because that kind of highlighted the problem we have. But you can't say the formation isn't important and it's irrelevant when someone like Hume is receiving the ball as much as he's receiving it, and that's he's receiving the ball that often because he's playing wing back in that system, and that's your out ball, that's your width. So I mean I'm I mean, almost going you know like a broken record. And we're, we're talking about this again and again, but the, I guess the point is Jack Ross. Now I'd be praising for changing it twice. That's, that's what I was. Yeah, gonna, you have to. I think it's fair to do. Yeah, that. it's interesting, isn't it? How the narrative changes on managers because I've seen loads of people criticising Ross, being like, "Oh, he's had to rip it up and change it again." But this time last year, we were massively praising Ross for the fact that he was good at reacting in games with his subs with changing it when it was needed you know especially after managers like Moyes and Coleman who were quite stubborn with their formations so we used to we were delighted to have someone like Ross who was really reactive wasn't stubborn like that but because now there's people who are harboring sort of wanting to get rid of Ross or because the form has been poor over the last you know since the end of last season beginning of this season so now it's changed to but is that why is that it's is just it comparable. A... Is it a comparable? I don't think that's a comparable thing because what I would say it's rather a regression rather than a reaction from his perspective, because he's Possibly. trying the changes he's made has is, is, is been to progress what we what we're trying to do, isn't it? That he's, yeah. Because he's made a stark change to the setup and system and the way he wants to play at the start of the game when he's playing with three centre backs and he's playing wing backs, so. That's a, a stark contrast to how we played last season, where ironically we had the players to play three five two and just and didn't. Um, there's obviously a reason why he chose not to do that. Now he's he's taking this opportunity to make that big change, and then he's having to go back to something that is familiar to the players and familiar to everybody because what he's tried to instill over the last two months has not worked. Yeah. Um, so I, I take your point in that it's it's good that he reacted and changed, but at the same time. 
if you know if you're having to change it after 25 minutes and start, and he, he start should have had the summer to, to settle yeah. and, and I appreciate like the, football the, manager, the concerns and stuff they're like going that. to go yeah. down football man, like the formation you want to play and then going oh well, I'm going to have to change it now clicking off to like change your formation scrambling around to try and make mm. something work it's not going to play football but I just think it's interesting how, how it does turn for something that was he was always praised for now is something yeah. that a lot of people are using as a dig against him and I think mm. you should be quite not that you have to necessarily be happy yeah. with Jack Ross, but you've got to praise him for yeah. not not being stubborn no, I, like that, I, like I, many Sunderland managers have I, been. I agree, and and enough of the Oxford game, again, Gareth made the points in, right, he's kind of set a rod for his own back here, where he's he's, he's he's thrown his trust behind the system, if it's not working, and he changes, it looks like he's quite weak, but he's abandoned it twice early on. If he's prepared to make these changes now, he surely knows he's under a little bit of pressure. It's as difficult a game as Ipswich away is, by the way. And part of coming up is another one. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What does he do? Does he think right now, okay? We're going to go again, and then I'm going to change it again. Or is this a time where he says, "No, I can't no, be stubborn on this." Swallows pride and just bin it. You can't stick with it. Not after the first, the game against Oxford and the, the yeah. showing against Ipswich in the first half. No way, can he? The evidence is just there to suggest that we're not equipped for it. The the, the fullbacks aren't good enough. No for, for, it's, it's it's as simple as that. And the system relies on fullbacks massively. McGeady can't be off the front either. Like the the idea that McGeady can play in a mm. ten. Is like fanciful, really, because no, he's, he's a winger. Because you think about all these, like, oh, because he's a trickster and all yeah. that. But if he plays off the front, he's probably picking the ball up forty yards from his own goal. Yeah, yeah. And like, he can't be picking the ball up. Like, if McGeady picks the ball up with the centre back, then what's the point? You know, he needs to be further up the pitch. Yeah, totally agree. And and in 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 a in a wide position, we're gonna he's gonna offer that because he can stretch it, he can go wide, and then someone we'd like to play the switch, which was really frustrating on sat on Saturday because you were like, well, why are you playing the switch? Because the wind, the wind, oh was yeah, the wind was t- ridiculous. ridiculous, yeah. And why why are you continuing trying to play these crossfield balls? Stop, just stop doing it. Stop giving the ball away. It's like, and that that's where I've got sympathy with with you know Ross on the other side is where you're like, well, you can set them up and tell them to do something, but you've got to think. Think well, mm. you're not gonna, you can't play that one ball across the pitch mm-hmm. because every time it's going out of play, it's drifting out of play. There was a period in the first half where the goalkeepers just passed the ball to each other for about five minutes because every time they cleared, the wind caught and took it through the keeper, and then it was just back and forth for about five minutes. I mean, that first half as bad as we were was a terrible, terrible game of football. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was generally very bad. Horrific definitely. quality was terrible. Um, and this is a team that's come down to the championship now. I'm not going to blame the weather. Team that's called goal music, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but it, it's I just feel like you know maybe 
you know the the wind does play the wind ruins I hate the wind at the match like it just ruins a game which is like the worst good job it's a winter sport then isn't it yeah but especially <laughs> in the north east quite England. close yeah. to the sea yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it does it ruins a game it ruins a game um, well, obviously the, the, got... the wind in that 2-1 where Richardson scored the free kick yeah, added to the atmosphere it, it, a little yeah, bit yeah yeah but yeah, that was good. Wind. I'm not blaming the wind. I'm not blaming the wind, but I'm just saying it. It 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 should have altered. We should have taken the conditions into account and played. If you want to work the ball, you've yeah. got you've got two centre midfielders. Yeah, and you should need the manager to do that. That's your exactly. professional football, sense, yeah. Yeah. especially at League One. Exactly. Use your use your brain. Mm. Is that maybe a lack of leadership on the pitch sort of thing? Well, I mean, we've had this conversation for the last. Uh, however many years really oh, who yeah. was uh, uh, captain when McGeady went off did he oh, did he give it to <clears throat> Flanagan maybe I think I saw that saw somewhere that he potentially gave it to Flanagan we've lost a massive leader in Catamore and yeah. obviously he led better have we just given him it because he's a local lad like is it romanticised I don't understand why he would give a little bit of yes, he was, he was, he was captain the Barrow, experience in the squad yeah. yeah but if he's not going to play I know does he have the legs yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's not playing, so that would suggest not at the moment. But um, it gets back to the whole question: how important is a is a captain yeah. now? Do you know what I mean? On it, but you, you certainly need some leaders on there, I guess. But I mean, what, what, what was it? The main the main reason when we come back into the game, what was it? Was it kick up the arse? Was it the change in tactics? What, what would you? I think it's a change in system. Yeah, yeah change in system. Got us back into the game, familiarity. And we were just a bit more tenacious. Look at the way the goal yeah. came through. We and yeah, uh, Ipswich weren't great quality either. No. So Yeah, they definitely gave us a route back in. We shouldn't deny that. If this was the opposite way around, we'd be saying we should have yeah. got them killed off oh, half if, time. If you, if you, Very similar to actually a lot of our 1 1s mm. last season, really. If you considered a goal like that, you'd be human. I mean, we will oh, praise yeah. McNulty for chasing oh, the ball yeah. down and stuff like that. But hilarious. If, you're, if you're a fan of Ipswich, you're fuming with that goal. You've yeah. And I, I'll be honest, at the time, I thought we'll go on and win this now because we've been there so many times before. Ipswich couldn't win at home last season and it's that feeling of dread that comes in, isn't it? So they've been on top for the game and then they give us gift us a goal and you th- and I thought, oh, you know, this could work in our favour here. But Yeah, we didn't really do much after, which was no, a bit disappointing. We, I thought we pressed on and tried. Oh, yeah, and I don't mean so for lack of effort. did, but there was still a lack of um, cutting edge... It's it's not like the keeper had a lot of work to do really no, after the goal. Just generally, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there was a few balls into the box, and Greg sort of put, sort of trying to get on the end of a few things, um, but there wasn't really a lot. But it was it was just like this, the bar was so low in yeah, that first yeah. half. You know, it felt like you know you're watching Brazil in the second half in comparison mm. because it was so poor. You know. Um, but you know, it was funny. We mentioned on the last one about how one-one draw in isolation in isolation at Ipswich looks all right, but because of we had so many one-ones and this narrative around one-one draws and the fact we didn't beat Oxford, it just heaps that pressure on on everybody, the players and the manager. But a win against I know Thursday will preview it more, but a win against Portsmouth it does change it of so much. It, it lifts like it's, and, and then you're going into. Wimbledon, uh, sorry, Rochdale away, and then Wimbledon at home. Rochdale's you know, t- had a good start of the season. Yeah, true, true. Ox- Oxford beat 
um, Peterborough quite yeah, comfortably yeah, yeah, as we well. Did. Yeah, mm. but you know, Wimbledon, Wimbledon at home, Rochdale away. Two fixtures we did win last season as well. Rochdale makes it. We were lucky be. against Rochdale last season. To be fair, I think. Yeah, no George yeah. Honeyman there for, the, for that moment. Last, again, last minute winner. In that, in the first game, we battered them, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we hammered them. Not four 0 Yeah, four, yeah. Four, yeah. Four, four one. I think it was four one four, in the one. end. Yeah, and they scored like after we'd got the fourth ball. Yeah, it was. It was. I think we were three and a little bit half time in that one as well. I think we got yeah. one and then just well. like scored of three and. We you know if, you, if you're looking for promotion there, I don't know what you yeah. could say about Oxford, but you, you look at, you look at their result like you were just saying, Stephen against Peterborough. They're two games that you need to be. We need to be rounding off the end of the yeah. month by getting up in these in these next twelve points that are available. You've probably got to ten. aim for 10, haven't yeah. you? Three wins in a draw. You just need a bit tomorrow night off for me. Oh, yeah. It's been all cups off. Well, it's interesting yeah. that. It's interesting what, wondering what Pitt would do with that. Um, with the game, he's, he's mentioned a few players are injured. He's got a. Unfortunately, we're not a mid table Premier League club anymore where we can say, let's prioritise our cups and try and get a trip to Wembley. That's not going to happen in a million years. Yeah, we didn't really with most of the Czech trade games last season until we got the semi final. Yeah, yeah, yeah Turk was out the squad and he was starting every game yeah. in centre half. I, I, I agree, but in, in the League Cup, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not going to get a Wembley, are you? Yeah. So. But then Kimpy Yorker and Mumba both started for the under 23s tonight, so. so th- and then we've got those five a, players out, so who is he mm. looking to play? Well, Power, you would imagine you, you might want to give a run yeah. out to. Would you be surprised if Will Griggs started? If he didn't start, well, I wouldn't be. No, might, didn't start might be good for him. Team at our mm. our level needs a bit of confidence, and there might be some who do and just need a bit of fitness. I think as Lee well. Burge will get a game keeper. Yeah, okay, he'll he'll start. I imagine. Baldwin might come in. You would have to give Baldwin. Osterk and Baldwin are going to play. Osterk can count himself unlucky. I think not be in this. He came on on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah, he did when Willis went off. Yeah, I mean, I would have started the season with Osterk ahead of Flanagan. Yeah. Easily, like he, did, go he back. was the best defender at the end of last season. Yeah, definitely. And look at that, that left hand side. And partly might have been. It's so weird with Flanagan because we kept a really good run of clean sheets with Flanagan and Baldwin. And I know some of that was because McLaughlin was in excellent form as well. But you don't keep that level of clean sheets without them having something about them. Flanagan now looks shot. Absolutely. I'm mm. not saying he looked brilliant last season. He looked like a very he much... He looked a lot better than he does But now. yeah, he looked a yeah. League One defender. But he, st- he started off badly last season and he, his confidence grew. Yeah. And he and grew that, better and now he's just... That might cross. be part yeah, of it as well. Dreadful. But in Baldwin, who are, out of the two, I would probably say I do prefer Flanagan. I always thought Baldwin did look a bit ropey. Has disappeared? Like, where is he? He wasn't on the bench on Saturday again, was he? No, well, you're not going to put him on the bench if you've got, if you've got three centre backs on there, yeah. on there already. Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, um, but like both of them have disappeared, and but you're looking at the way we're playing at the minute, and I think I think the system is kind of expo- exposing Flanagan. I think having Denver Hume, who's so inexperienced and maybe you know not totally writing the lad off, but maybe he isn't good enough. We we won't know that for another however long. But maybe it's just them two on that side that's exposing them. Maybe it's the system and maybe it's just another reason to get these players back into the familiarity of what they know because a lot of these players were getting results last season. And like Flanagan's a really good example of it. And, you know, Willis is supposed to be this excellent defender we've signed from Coventry. There's These just haven't all been, what, space jammed overnight, have they? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You're right. Um but is, is it just as simple as a system? Is it what's in front of them? Um, 
the, and Accrington might be a good opportunity to not just get some fitness but some confidence as well well it will be interesting to see how he, how he lines up so it is an elite game but he might want that consistency and that repetition so if he goes three at the back again I think that's a safe bet to say he's going to do that at the weekend so. I think numbers might because of the injuries might dictate him going forward I think if back. we go three at the back on Saturday Porto will have an absolute field there Looking at the way we've played, you can't you can't argue with that. They've got good attacking players. They've got good variety. They've got good variety. Yeah, yeah. They've got Pittman and um, Ben Close. Cl- the the other who's a big Hawkins. So you got mm. Brett Pittman and Hawkins as options there. The fellow who scored uh, who they signed from Ipswich. Yeah, um, I know you mean. The, scored two against scored against the Birmingham. Yeah. The cup obviously signed Harness from um, but, uh, Burton. Mm-hmm. Um, Ben Close has scored two crap yeah. in the last yeah. two games. Can't do that three in a row, Ben. You can't. <laughs> but they, again, they've they lost uh, Clark, didn't they? Who's looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's gone on to Derby, hasn't he? After he yeah. signed for Brighton. Brighton yeah. And then obviously Law went to Wigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. The thing is, you look in that first half on Saturday, and if we, I think if we'd played the back four, we could have won that game even as okay as the Pritch were and as tough a game as it's supposed to be we would have given ourselves a better chance of winning the game and they didn't look brilliant no. at all they didn't look like if no, they're going to be we flattered them the yeah. first half agree like if they're going to be promotion contenders as well with us which they might not be but as they are tipped to be as well it does make you feel a bit at oh. ease doesn't it and we need a win- we just need a win to settle it down yeah and I guess the, the problem Ross has got is I can't settle it down because my formation's not working. I keep having to abandon it, and then we, the games aren't getting easier. You've got he must be thinking now the last game in the world he wants this weekend is to play against Portsmouth because he wants a game either that's just another game to try that system and settle it down, um, or another one where he says, "Okay, I'll go back to basics. We'll get a win. Then I might look at playing that again." Yeah. But Portsmouth have got to give you no breathing room whatsoever. Might he just knows get Radwan again, though. That might well, be what we need. He, but he knows if we go goal down after ten minutes, the crowd is still going to start getting a bit edgy as well. Uh, could do without the game being on Sky oh, unless yeah. we win. But they just need to get they need a fullback in this week. They are, or, as soon as possible, they have to do that. Whatever the if how many in. how many fullbacks left and right in an ideal world, mm. yes. But yeah, McGoughlin's. Slow and I think it's going to be problems. He's, look, he's, look, he's, look, he's looked better at full back in the back four, I would say, McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. He probably will be because he's, he's, he's more then, defensive. Mm. I don't think you can play at 0 9 there for. Nah, it's a, it's another a, it's a bit of a damning indictment that Luke 9 still looks our best right back and he's a, supposed to be an attacking midfielder. But obviously, we've, lo- we've lost Matthews and we've lost Donald Love, which aren't two massive losses, but there were two right back. Matthews could play a wing back. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Matthews yeah. in this system. And, you know, there's probably other reasons why Matthews had to go, and he was injury-prone as well, so he'd probably... He's not found a club yet, has he? Yeah, that probably says quite a bit, doesn't it? But still, like you said, it's it's players... In terms of bodies we need to replace as, as much as anything else, and we still haven't, well, apart from McLaughlin coming in, but we still look short there. Um, yeah, our well, defence is probably... I would, well, one, it definitely is our lightest thing on the pitch. Yeah. Like our weakest mm. department. I mean, like you could make even like let's just say we do. We, you're told now it's going to be a back four against Oxford. Not many people would agree on the back four. Whereas actually, the front four, what we discussed before, would pr- 
probably quite popular in terms of McNaughton, Maguire, Gooch, and McGeady. There'd probably be quite a consensus on that. Yeah. But your back four like, could just be anything, couldn't it? Mm. We have, we have to. I just think we have to look, utilize you know Maguire now. If they go, especially if they go back to the the four two three one or the the four three three, they have to utilize him because. You know, Honeyman contributed. He was he wasn't a ten, but he did contribute goals. Yeah. It's few goals, and they need to find somebody to fill that void. And he has goals in him, and they need, so he, they need to play him as often as they can. Um, even if it, if he continues with the three at the back, then he needs to be one of the two off the front if they're yeah. going to play two. I I, I get this idea that like Embleton's the one that people want there. I hang the hat on. I think Embleton needs to come out until we're winning games. Oh, until until he can be like embedded in the team. Yeah, get him on a sub. It's yeah. too much almost. Like and Ross was like, put this faith in the system and Embleton will be like, number 10. Having him on set pieces against Oxford was a massive mistake. But then again, there was no really enough on the pitch to take them. But His delivery was pretty impressive with both feet, mind. Because he was like, one, he's swinging them in left foot, right foot from either side. But quality from mm-hmm. set pieces has been an issue aside from Ledbetter hasn't it really we didn't start scoring we didn't start yeah we didn't start scoring set pieces until Ledbetter came yeah. Yeah, but we, we couldn't score from open play could we, <laughs> we, just we but now we got, you can't find a place for him so yeah it's uh, well he's he's one actually who'll probably be starting tomorrow night you would think yeah you'd have thought so wouldn't you it's important and I mean we'll wrap things up just now but in terms of tomorrow night, I guess nobody really cares if we go out of this competition. I think, not, it, I think we're, we're not realistically going to win it. But is it important for players for, so we can see some of these players make I just play. think the, the, the likes of Power, to, you need Baldwin, win. even just to, just to win, just psychologically. Need as much to win as anything, from a psychological yeah. perspective. Yeah. I know what you're saying, Eve, about you know you want to bin them off. Like I agree with you, but like that would yeah would help. Like if we get beaten off yeah. Stanley, people will be going. We got beaten off Hackett and Stanley. Can't win really, can you? Yeah. Well, we literally <laughs> can can't we win? win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we could draw one one. Yeah. Yeah. Draw one one and win on penalties. Yeah, that, there we that, go. That, yeah. After extra time, um, just what we need. But we need we need to we need to start winning games and get that, you know, confidence. And obviously, if, if there's changes tomorrow when that team wins a the game, then it puts a little bit of pressure on the more regular players you might expect mm-hmm. to be coming into the team. Um, but yeah. It, I just think, from a mentality perspective, I'd agree that it's not a priority, but the need that you need to start winning, and it would be nice. We didn't get, you know, we've played a billion cup games last season. We never played like a Premier League team, so it'd be nice to get a, a Premier League team at home in the in a cup. Really? Yeah, no. Against our defence. I know, but I couldn't be bothered with it personally. It might be funny. Yeah, I just think you know what you know. It'd be it'd be novelty. Unless the mags, then it'd be horrible. It would be novelty to play a Premier League game where the pressure's off. Like, you know, play a Premier League team. You know, I, I don't know. It would be interesting. I think it would be interesting to see, you know, what <laughs> How far we've fallen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you, you know, be just to see how many we're going to lose by. Yeah. You know, you, there's some odd, you get some odd results in those games. But it, it doesn't, it's just... I know a, what you mean. You know, I know what you know, mean. You know, it would be nice to, to you know, have that again, see, how, you know... For a cup game, how how busy it got and stuff like that, and you know, it, it captured, yeah, <laughs> captures people's imagination a bit more, maybe, um, mm. and a chance for some of the players to test themselves against, you know, players from a higher level who were playing for the under twenty threes and reserve team at Premier League, and they'll spank us, right? How many did Man City beat Burton by oh, no, season no, no, again? No, no. <laughs> well, remember when we played um, 
Man City in the cup under Advocat we were 4-0 down after 35 minutes I think Oh, and Toivon and Paul. Yeah, while we were in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Maybe Park an idea, Gareth. I'm not so sure about it. <laughs> Almost Park wants to go out that week no more. No, like you say, we need a win uh, to take us in the weekend, and that's a huge game. Frankie will be back, I think. I think so. We yeah. thought he'd be back last week, and he wasn't. Yeah. For reasons, I'll let him disclose if he wants to. Uh, nothing sinister, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he should be back on Thursday to talk about Portsmouth. Look at a decent crowd there again. I think uh, 29,000 tickets sold already or so. so. Off from us too. Yeah, I know. It is a shame. Work. Cross them two off. I know. I know. It so, sounds like we were going somewhere together there, actually. Yeah, I didn't yeah, mean yeah. To, we're off on a trip. Yeah. Um, but uh, Frank will be back Thursday, so thanks for everybody coming along and thanks for listening. For everybody coming along. <laughs> you should be saying that. You should be saying thanks for waiting, making us wait. Yeah, yeah. For as long as you did. Thanks for waiting. Thanks everybody for persisting. It wasn't my fault. Yeah, thanks it, was for it? persisting with the podcast for the last six yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.